0: it's the bottom line on news radio 610 kona from the tri-cities to Olympia to dc we break, down the, break down the stories of the day and the people making the news
1: and that's the bottom line
0: time to get the bottom line presented by mccary meets in basin city with your hosts rob francis and ed dawson
1: well, the state of Alabama has just forced the issue on abortion, but if Roe v.ersus Wade is overturned, what will the ultimate accomplishment be? Well, the White House has announced how it
2: plans to reform the immigration system, and the plan should come as a surprise to
1: absolutely no one. And could the social media reckoning be coming sooner than they think? But first... Give us your bottom line. It's your voice,
0: your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-160.
1: It is the Bottom Line News Radio, 610-KONA. Happy Wednesday afternoon. Rob Francis, Ed Dawson here, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved via email as well at 610kona.com and on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. Uh, Still candidate filings going on. A few more have uh, thrown their name into the hat over the course of the week. On Monday, we'll... uh, We'll kind of reset all that and uh, look at some of what the more interesting local races may be. But before we get to that, there's um, an interesting new happening in Yakima, a little to the west of us. Mm -hmm. Um, Boeing Field is, uh, is no longer able to be used by the Department of Immigration and Customs Enforcement. They won't let them use it. So they had to travel a little bit to the east to find another airfield that they would be able to fly those in the country illegally out of the country. And they decided Yakima would be the next place.
2: That's right. Yakima's McCormick Air Center uh, has been chosen uh, to, to do these flights. There have been three in about the last week or so. And we spoke earlier with uh, city manager Cliff Moore who says that not much of an explanation was given as to why they were chosen.
3: We don't know. We did ask that question of uh, Mr. Brian Wilcox, who's the acting regional director for the ice enforcement and removal operation based in Seattle. Um, we, 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 I had suggested to him on a, in a phone call that there were other closer airports, and he said we reviewed other airports and uh, we, we, we have chosen Yakima
2: so the the city did not have any say in this whatsoever.
3: that's correct. we were We were alerted twenty four hours before the first flight landed.
2: and the the tie there for those that aren't familiar, McCormick Air Center is owned and or operated by the city, or how does that work?
3: No, McCormick Air Services is our fixed-based operator our, our fBO. They provide general aviation services, aeronautical and non-aeronautical services to the general aviation population or, or flights that landed at the Yakima airport. They do that under contract with the city.
2: And did they give you any details as to why this was selected, maybe central location to the state or something like that?
3: No, they did not. I, again, I asked that question, and he said we have chosen Yakima.
2: So what has been the reaction uh, by, by folks in the Yakima area?
3: Uh, it's been muted uh, so far. Uh, we've had three flights, uh, May 7th, May 12th, and May 14th. Um, the May 14th flight just a couple of days ago, we did have about 10 people at the airport observing the, the, uh, the transfer. Uh, individuals come in from the detention center in Tacoma on a bus. Uh, a flight lands, uh, and some of those individuals that are on the plane get off the plane and then onto a bus and, and head to Tacoma. Those that come on the bus uh, get off the plane, and then get, get off the bus, and then get on the plane, and headed toward uh, a, another destination. So it's a uh, it's a very orderly process, um, but it, it takes about two hours on the ground. Uh, community response from the emails and phone calls that I've received, um, the community response is mixed. Uh, there is some concern. In our community, we're, we're, we're a 50 percent or more Latino community, and the concern that has been expressed to me most often is is the fear that ICE will be increasing uh, enforcement operations here in, in the city of Yakima or in the Yakima Valley. I asked again Mr. Wilcox that specific question, and he said categorically no. The removal operation is something completely separate from the on-the-ground <clears throat> enforcement operation.
2: Having said that, uh, from your perspective, being the city manager, what are the pros and cons associated with uh, this operation coming out of McCormick?
3: Well, I, I guess I guess I would I would reframe that question. What what I have to do as the city manager? I'm a public official. What I have to do is um, look at this through the, the lens of our contract agreement with McCormick Air Services and our federal assurance grant agreement with the FAA. And uh, as I read those documents and as our legal team has reviewed those documents, it is our conclusion that the city of Yakima doesn't have legal grounds to try to prohibit or any way uh, ban this operation.
2: Are there any benefits, financial or any others, that are associated with the government using this uh, this particular air center?
3: Uh, there might be a modest. You know, we get a, a, bit, a bit of tax re- uh, re- uh, revenue off of uh, air, f- air fuel that's sold, but it's uh, there's it would be very modest.
2: Fair enough. So, where uh, does the city go from here?
3: Well, as I've said, we we have uh, taken the position through our legal review and our contract review that we are not in the position of trying to prohibit or in any way ban these flights. And so what we have been told is that ICE will continue to use the Yakima Airport while they are attempting to normalize their relationship with King County. Uh, We have no idea (laughs) when that might happen. We, We are aware, however, that shortly after Mr. Dow Constantine, the King County executive, issued his executive order, uh, he, was, uh, he received a letter from the U.S. Department of Transportation saying that he, uh, U.S. Department of Transportation's opinion was that he was in violation of both their FBO, their fixed-based operator contracts, and their federal grant assurance. And the, the federal grant assurance document is uh, what, what, we, what we have to have in place in order to receive FAA financial assistance. And here in Yakima, we've received about $18 million in federal support over the last eight years to upgrade our airport, to make improvements on the tarmac, on the apron, on our lighting and our snow removal equipment. Um, If if you're found to be out of compliance with that federal assurance agreement, you can be penalized by um, uh, having to forego future grants from FAA and possibly even paying back grants that you've received for the past 20 years. So from a financial perspective and from a legal perspective, again, the, the city of Yakima has reached the conclusion that we really have no way to um, stop these flights.
2: Have you been in contact with the uh, King County office at all?
3: N- no, we haven't. I, I've been in contact with uh, Senator Patty Murray's aide, and I've asked her to keep me posted. Uh, she's got the, the the King County executive order. And the DOT, the Federal DOT response, and I've asked her to monitor this and let me know what the federal government plans to do. And you know, it's I think it's important for you and your listeners to know that the order from Mr. Constantine did not ban ICE flights. What he said was he wanted to uh, uh, preclude the fixed base operator contract, contractors from providing aeronautical or non aeronautical services. To ice flights, unilaterally on their own, those FBOs decided not to service the ice flights. So it wasn't it, it, the executive order did not ban the flights. It said they didn't want the, their contractees to, um, or their contractors to service those flights. So there's a, it's a bit of a nuance, but it, it is an important one.
2: Again, Yakima City Manager Cliff Moore uh, talking about. Uh, The situation with the ICE deportation flights now coming in and out of McCormick Air Center in Yakima. We'll take a time out, give you a chance to get on board with us. Let me know your thoughts, either through the phone, 547-1610, or through email. By going to the website, 610kona.com, go to the bottom line page, send us your question or your comment.
1: And the federal government, well, the president... Announcing some changes coming to immigration. Interesting tie. We'll talk about it as well.
0: Now, back to the bottom line on News Radio 610, K O N A. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610.
2: And it just so happens we have a couple of folks on. The phones. Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
4: This is Al from West Richland.
2: Hi, Al. What's on your mind?
4: Hey, I've been listening to you talking about the ice lights, and and uh, I'm I'm laughing because I'm sure McCormick Air Center is laughing with uh, uh, selling the federal government a few thousand gallons of jet A two or three times a week or whatever. So. A little background on me, uh, I worked on Boeing Field for over 40 years. When I got out of the Army, my first job was on Boeing Field at a maintenance shop. I worked there for two and a half years. Then I went to work for an aerial survey and mapping company, retired from them at the end of 13 after 40 years. So I was around general aviation and, and airplanes for all those years. And then after that, I worked for an FBO on Bremerton for two and a half years. And I can tell you, there isn't an FBO in his right mind that would be turning away an account to be able to sell a few thousand gallons of Jet A two or three times a, a, a week or a month or whatever. And I worked on going Field across from when those MD-80s or 82s, whatever they're flying now, would come in. And they're smiling selling Jet A to that. And and for Dow Constantine and the brain-dead folks at King County to turn that away and hurt the businesses there on Boeing Field that I used to buy fuel from is absolute craziness. Um, they don't have a clue what it takes to make a profit or be in business or pay taxes. And uh, I, when I first heard about this, I'm going, are they stupid or what? I mean, why would you hurt your FBOs that are paying ground leases at Boeing Field uh, and supporting families and turn it away and send it over to Yakima? I'm sure – You know, i listened to the guy at Yakima. He doesn't have a clue either what it takes to to be in business and pay taxes and make payroll. And, I mean, that's a great account that that the McCormick Air Service got. And and in my semi-retirement job, I was uh, calling on McCormick Air Services and selling parts to them. But I'm sure they're very happy. And I'm sure that Bergstrom or anybody else over here at Pasco would be happy to sell thousands of gallons of jetty to, to the federal government. So... Uh, the the people in Seattle need to wake up. I mean, I'm happy that McCormick got it. We came over here because I wanted to get away from all that liberal stuff on the west side. We love it over here; it's great. But I'm I'm laughing at those guys. I can't believe they're that stupid.
2: Al, appreciate the call. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I want to touch on a couple of things that Al mentioned, but we got another call to get to. Let's go there now. Hi, caller. Who's this, and where are you calling from? Bridgeland, but i'm on the road today all right chuck what's on your mind
4: well i didn't get to hear because i was on hold so i didn't hear um what al had said um i had a quick question about how many flights that that we're talking about per week or per month but the other the other thing is is um the contracting agency that has the facility in yakima um they're they're not ice they're a contracted uh federal contractor they have a bus that drives to Wenatchee and Ellensburg and even Spokane um, and, and right here to the Tri-Cities to pick up folks from ICE and take them back to that detention facility. Um, there's no reason why they can't use that bus to take them to one of these other rural airports that would love the business, I'm sure, of, of having a flight come in and go out on a regular basis.
2: Appreciate the call. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, to to his question, uh, so far, I mean, they've only been doing this for uh, – Technically eight days. There was the last one was yesterday. There have been three through yesterday, three flights. So if you want to say three a week, I guess that's what it's averaging out to now. It's only been a week. Uh, but yeah, so there's been three flights into McCormick uh, so far. To the other caller uh, who who used to, who has some experience in this area, it's, it sounds to me like it comes down to this, Rob. King County, it, we know, is very far left. And the move by Dow Constantine to to send out this memo, in essence, forcing the the f- fixed base operators to stop working with ICE. Right. Was completely political. OK, when talking with Cliff Moore, the city manager for from Yakima I get the sense that he is kind of he personally is kind of conflicted because one there is a political side and he even mentioned that over half of their area's population is Hispanic right and that I'm sure he's hearing a lot of you know calls and and emails from people very uneasy about this from a political standpoint he, that's half of it but the other half is, and I asked him, are you benefiting financially from this? And the answer was yes, through taxes, but the but McCormick is making money because of the 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 fueling costs. Yeah. So there so in Yakima, they're a little bit more conflicted than they are in in King County. To go back to the original caller, why would you throw away that kind of a contract? Well, if your ideology overall, that's right. On the west side, in a place like Yakima, eh, we're we're gonna do it, and we'll position ourselves like legally we can't do anything about it, but behind the scenes, we are probably smiling because of the tax revenue that's coming in five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one
1: six ten. Here on the bottom line, you know the funny thing about this is if you don't have anything to worry about. You don't have anything to worry about. That was the most
2: telling thing that Cliff Moore said was he he heard the the concerns. He went to the uh, regional ICE director in Seattle with those concerns. Is there going to be a stepped-up effort by having these flights here? And he was assured that no, the deportation flights are a completely separate issue and a separate operation than the the on-the-ground Uh, operations, so to speak. So, again, you can can certainly have the argument, well, you wouldn't have to worry if you weren't in this country illegally. I get that. But there really isn't anything for people in, in, you know, you you shouldn't worry any more or any less whether or not the flights are taking off from Boeing Field or McCormick. ICE is still looking for Right for people here illegally, and it doesn't matter where the flight. I mean, the flights could take off, you know, from the Tri Cities or Wenatchee or Moses Lake. Doesn't matter. ICE is still looking for those illegal uh, immigrants.
1: Well, the other thing too is it's not like they just take a dart, throw it in a direction, and follow it. No, until they uh, <laughs> until they happen to come upon someone. No, yeah, it's, it's they're not not, by they're accident. Not, they're not, yeah, they're not. They're not sitting there in cars. Waiting to pull people over and check IDs, it it, it doesn't really work that way. No. You know, there's coordinated efforts. Yes. Um, Very true. So the, the, the overwhelming fear tells you how many people have something to be afraid of. Now, the other thing, too, just an observation, that if you are the country illegally, but you are gainfully working and you are contributing and you are not looking to break the law or that's not your job is your job is not breaking the law. You're probably going to feel a little bit more comfortable than all of those individuals who may be out breaking the law that aren't supposed to be here legally, i.e. the gang situations that they have there and so on and so forth. I get what you're saying. And
2: you're right with the caveat being this ice has also rated, uh, operations businesses legitimate businesses that employ illegal immigrants and they know it and those illegal immigrants are deported so even though you you are gainfully employed in the area and you're earning a living and you're here illegally that doesn't necessarily mean no, the target's not on no. you. However, indirectly,
1: how, however, is the target actually those that are there illegally, or is it the target, the employer? The target's the employer, yeah. but
2: but they but they don't. ICE doesn't go in and say I, we're just going to ding your boss. You no. people who are here illegally, you're I, cool. I, to I stay. hear what you're
1: saying. I mean, they're
2: going to be collateral
1: damage. You're you ab, know. you're absolutely but right. I, they I will understand
2: be. what you're saying. If you if you're in a gang and you're doing stupid stuff to draw attention to yourself, then, yeah, you're a bigger target than somebody who is in this country illegally yeah. working for whatever. Granted, you're here illegally, but at least you're contributing to society. Or if you are
1: an employee, b- employer who is overwhelmingly employing individuals that are here illegally, you're going to get nailed, too. Absolutely. 547
2: 1610 is the number you can email us to by going to the website 610KONA.com. Go to the bottom line page, send us your question or your comment. Back with more after this.
0: Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610KONA.com. Back to the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610KONA
2: talking about McCormick Air Center in Yakima, now the home, at least for now, of the ICE deportation flights that we're taking off, coming into and taking off of uh, Boeing Field until uh, the King County Commissioner uh, made it very difficult for the operators of Boeing Field uh, to keep doing that. And look we talked earlier with the city manager of Yakima Cliff Moore and he said it Rob he said that yeah there's legal questions about blocking such things yep but the uh, to me the bigger issue for a place like McCormick Air Center which isn't a very big place uh, it's comparable to Bergstrom air okay for for people in the in the tri-cities it's not a Regular airport, it's an airfield, an air center. Okay, just like Boeing Field right. is not SeaTac, right? So, it's not a very big one. They've recently made some improvements to the tarmac, to the you know all to the the, the landing strips and, and everything with federal dollars, with federal grant money. They are afraid if they rock the boat on this, they're going to lose out on any future improvement grants. And and that's a very, you know, real issue. Boeing Field, apparently, and King County, apparently, aren't as worried about well, making, a, making a move like that, possibly losing out, because well, the they are, is,
1: well, they're more politically driven than financially driven, right? now, Constantine is debating yes. him on running for governor. Absolutely. Uh, so it's another little, another little feather he could put in his cap. Yep. Look what I did. Um, They're not concerned about the money from the federal government because then they can turn around and say, well, we refused it over principle. So, you know, to to, to heck with that. We we don't need it for that reason. Um, You know, hey, that's fine. You you don't want to do it. That's that's okay. That's well within your, you know, you're right. If you get penalized and it costs you money, it costs you money. If you, I mean it's Boeing Field, so it's not going to be closing anytime soon. No, no.
2: Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. You can email us too by going to the website six ten k o n a dot com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question, or your comment. So in talking with Cliff Moore, the Yakima City Manager, they're not going to put up much of a fight. And I, I said last segment, my personal opinion in talking with him. I believe that he is much more internally conflicted about this than Dow Constantine is in King County because, yeah, I have no doubt that Cliff Moore is hearing it from the people up and down the Yakima Valley. You know, why are you allowing this to happen? And this is wrong. And I, I, I'm i sure not he's wrong. First of all, I'm sure. Well, OK, but I'm sure he's hearing about it. But he also knows that he has a job to do. This is true, but this is also a financial boon for a in a, 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 a an airfield that no not many people knew about, right? Everybody's like, where's McCormick? Is that the airport in Yakima? Is it McCormick Air Center? Where is this?
1: You know if the Liberals want to turn around and, and walk the money away, that's fine. Be our guest. Walk the money away. Bring it over here to the east side, and then when other things turn around and happen, what's going to be remembered? Well, we had a we had a we had a we had a partner in Yakima. Do we have any other partners in Eastern Washington potentially? Mm-hmm. So then these things are going to gradually move their way out of Seattle because where's the convenience if all you're getting is inconvenienced?
2: Well, this is not the first time And this it won't is, be less. This is, this is this is how many now? I mean yeah. you start talking about, you know, Amazon and you know other other big time Seattle players are you know, you keep you keep fighting City Hall or in this case the county with different regulations when you're trying to do your business and pretty soon you just throw up your hands and you leave or you cease operations um, or you move to the east side of the Cascades right. where it's a little more friendly. Five four seven one six ten is the
1: number, Five zero nine five four seven one six ten. See, what gets even more interesting, though, is that we've been waiting for the federal government to, to drop the line on what they're going to do immigration-wise. And the president today leaked a little bit of that out. They're basically going to invert how they have been doing things with the immigration system. Invert? Invert, yes. Okay. Predominantly. In fact, I think if I remember correctly, the actual number is uh, 66%. 66% of immigrants are admitted based on family connections. That's it. Just family connections, the old criteria. That's two-thirds. 12% are admitted based on employment and skills. Oh. 12%. Mm. Okay. So under the new plan, those percentages would flip. Not completely. Uh. 57% of immigrants would be admitted based on work-related skills, while 33% would be... Based on family, 10% would be admitted on humanitarian or other grounds, but the biggest impact, the visa lottery program, gone. Mm. Out the door, goodbye, see ya. Mm. No more lottery. Okay. Interesting. That's huge.
2: That is. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Who is this? I'm asking you.
1: Who's this? Oh, I'm James. I'm in West Richland. What's on your mind, James? Uh, I was kind of wondering because I listen to you guys all the time, and you guys were talking
4: about the dams and stuff and, and uh, the salmons and that. And uh, I heard you know, a few years ago they quit trucking the salmon down to Bonneville. And then recently there was like three, I don't know, a few uh, hatcheries over in Oregon that were somehow they lost their electricity and billions of salmon were lost. And so now here in a couple of years, they're going to be bringing that up as there's no salmon like it's because of the dams. And I don't know, I, I'd kind of like to learn more as how, how is this, these mistakes being made. And, uh, you know, you guys are like a news people, so it'd be nice to hear that about that sometime. Could you slip that to them and have them consider looking into it or something?
1: Sure. Right. Something we we've Absolutely. Some, wouldn't be the first time we've, we've discussed it. Won't be the last time. In fact, uh, coming up here probably the next few weeks, uh, we'll have the opportunity to revisit that subject once again as uh, 4th District U.S. Representative Dan Newhouse will join us in studio. We could discuss it with him at that point in time as well. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, well, he's got a listening session coming up tomorrow evening, I believe.
1: Might I be... thought that I thought that listening session already happened. No, I think it was coming up.
2: I'll double check. I, I think it was going to be tomorrow evening in 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 Richland, but uh, another the, one. Yeah, the listening session regarding uh, the Snake and Columbia River Dam system, and uh, yeah, I, I you know there's. He he brings up a good point, and and I think people have do forget that a lot of salmon were lost in that in that uh, electrical failure, um, not that long ago, and I'm sure it had some impact on the overall salmon runs. Hard to say if it's right. you know leading to dead orcas, uh, you know, washing ashore. Hard to say. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
4: Yeah, this is Walt from Benton City.
2: Hi, Walt. What's up?
4: The, the uh, listening session was on Monday night in the Federal Building, and I was there. Oh, okay. Uh, I gave my uh, gave my speech, and uh, it, there was about 100 people there, and uh, there was about 99% of the 100 uh, were all in favor of keeping the dams.
2: I, I'm not so. surprised at all. Appreciate the call, Walt. Thanks Thank you very much. Thanks for the uh, yeah. Five four seven one six ten. I keep forgetting that that he's the governor. He will be the governor of liberty. Be. Yes. Right. Five four seven one six ten five oh nine five four seven one six ten. You can email us too. Go to the website, six ten K O N A dot com, go to the bottom line page, and send us your question or
1: comment. It is the subject of our poll question today, bottom line six ten, uh, and that is regarding the immigration uh change or or plan that uh the president is rolling out uh the president plans to unveil a new immigration plan that would end the visa lottery and go to a more merit-based immigration system is this system the best way to address immigration or just the first step at bottom line 610 at k 610 K-1-A radio. You can answer the poll question on either of those Twitter pages, but we want to know your thoughts on that, and as well, 5471610, what your thoughts are on the president's plan to change it around. He's not going to completely remove the family element, going to decrease the, the percentage by well over half, but... It's still going to be a factor, but what they are going to get rid of is the visa lottery. And that is probably the one thing that's contributed to more illegal immigration than anything else is the lottery program.
2: This is not a surprise. This is something that Trump campaigned on when when he was running for president, just to get rid of the lottery system and to have a more um, work related merit system uh, to bring in um higher quality workers if you will uh to you know because it it's not this isn't a black and white issue this isn't we need to let everybody in and it doesn't mean we don't let anybody in you know they, both of those ideas are incredibly stupid in my opinion yeah you've got to you've got to have an influx of people should you have a say over who comes into your country absolutely do you need to be you know, so hardline about it. No, I don't think you have to be. I'd like, I want to see, you know, once this plan rolls out, I want to see it in action and I'd like to see it for a year or two, maybe three years. I want to see what that does. Is there a huge strain on industry or is it, you know, are we going to, what's going to be the effect? I think it sounds like in theory, a good idea. In practice, I want to see it in
1: practice. We'll have to see how it plays out, but one thing we could definitely say for sure as we get ready to take a break is, uh, you know, do not for one second think this is going to be the final statement when it comes to immigration. The president's plan sounds sound, but of course, you know what happens to good ideas, right? Back with more after this.
0: Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. Back to the bottom line with and Ed. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610 KONA.
1: Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Happy Wednesday, Robin Ed. Hanging with you, 547 1610. We mentioned that part of the president's new plan for immigration is to get rid of the visa lottery. And, you know, there are some industries out there that treat what they do for you kind of the same way, like a lottery. When you go to an insurance broker, that's kind of what you're doing is you're playing the lottery. There's a number of different ones out there. Well, let's see how this one's going to pan out for you. Let's see how that one's going to pan out for you. Oh, this one's going to work out now, but maybe in a year or two, it might not be so great. So then we'll just try and figure something else out. Don't don't, don't go through that. Don't go through that, because what you're going to wind up finding out is you're just going to be swapping insurance carriers a lot, and you may not know which one is actually the best one to stay with. Call Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance, Road 68 and Pasco. Don't worry about dealing with that. Deal with a person straight up front. American Family's been around for a long time. They've got a great reputation. They can handle all your home and property needs, whether it's just the home, whether it's the cars. Whether you're on the farm, they do all those things. American Family Insurance, Jason Hogue, Road 68. Make sure you give him a call. Find out what Jason can do for you. Uh, Look, the immigration thing is going to be real interesting. I like the President's plan. I like it a lot. Because we need to get back to a merit-based system. We need to get back more to a system that we have control of. And As you said, going to the break. Do we, as a country, have the right and the ability to tell people who can and can't come into the country? Yep, we do. Every country does. There isn't anything out there that says we have to be an open door. We have to be a sieve. We have to we have to allow every single human being that comes to the border into the country. No, we don't. Otherwise, we wouldn't have borders. And look, no country would. It is not a humanitarian issue to not let people into the country. It becomes a humanitarian issue when you allow people to believe all they have to do is show up and they can get in. Then that becomes a crisis because what you've just done is you've lied to people, all right? And the Democrats and the liberals have done a great job of doing that, of lying to people. The amount of money that we spend every year on people that don't belong in the country is insane. It's $84 billion dollars. Imagine what else we can do with $84 billion. You know, if you have a humanitarian crisis, a real one, fine. That's one thing. Merit-based, come on in. Family, well, get in line. But we've got to finally get back to a way to where we are orderly dealing with our immigration issue. Maybe this is the first step. We'll find out. Let's go to the phones. You're up on
2: the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Oh, Sparky, again from you, Hi, Sparky. What's up? Hey, you remember when Cruise
4: Chef pounded his shoe on the table and said it would take us down from within? Yep. This is just. This might be just part of the part of the plan. And the, and the so I've just filled out a form just just now about Social Security. What I understand, they've they've borrowed over two trillion dollars out of Social Security. Anyway, that's another that's another deal. But anyway, that, I thought I'd just throw that in for you.
1: Appreciate it, Sparky. Sparky. Appreciate it, and here's the <laughs> thing, that's why we're getting that. That's why hopefully we're getting in front of the curve. Well,
2: you mentioned. You know, whenever anybody mentions Social Security to me, I always roll my eyes because I don't think there's going to be anything left when you know when I reach age, and you and I are about the same age. So, um, yeah, I just that's. I, that is another topic for another day. Five four seven one six ten is the number, 509-547-1610. We're coming up on a commercial break, but uh, let, let's squeeze in one more call. Let's do that. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
5: Sandy from Kenilworth.
2: And what's on your mind?
5: Well, I think what we ought to do is not give them welfare. You don't have to be a legal citizen to get welfare. So we have a lot of people in this country here that cannot afford their own health care but then yet we give them free well, free money for food, free housing, free babies, free medical care. And I think if we would stop that, that would be good. I think we are a land of laws, and I think we need to follow the law. There was nine things put in front of our legislators to protect the illegals here. Dan Newhouse sent a link, and I watched that video for an hour. And there's a woman on the west side that was just, "I'm from, I'm, I'm Hispanic. I want to protect these people. They broke our laws. I have to follow the law. You have to follow the law. Everybody has to follow the law, and we should not protect people that break our laws."
1: you for the call. God. We appreciate it. Thank you. And you know, part of what this new plan by the White House aims to do. Is by focusing on a more merit-based system, you do wind up decreasing the amount of people that are on government assistance, because if you accept people that have an education and the ability to get in the workforce, then you're cutting back on all of that money that's being spent on those that just come in and get the money. And they're being productive members of society, yep. but...
2: Are we then going to have the discussion about immigrants
1: taking more of American jobs? There's jobs out there that there are more jobs out there right now than the unemployment rate. True. But
2: the the argument has always been... Well, the immigrant workers are doing all the jobs that Americans don't want to do. Now, if you bring in an educated, somewhat educated group of immigrants, now you're talking about more middle-of-the-road jobs. Call competition. 547-1610. Hour number two is next.